When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey. How'd it go? Well, if you're wondering if I convinced Paula to take me on, the answer is yes. I am her lawyer now. We have a settlement meeting tomorrow, and this is the last we will speak about it ever again. Lewis, no. Barbie, Paula is my client now. And I don't want to have to worry about you sticking your nose in a case that you think you can handle better than me. I don't think because I... Because if you could handle it better than me, you would. But you can't, because you're too involved, and you know it. You're right. She's in good hands. I'll stay out of your way. Uh, no, not good enough. I want your word because I will drop it right now. Okay, Lewis, you have my word. Suits, season seven, episode five is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about Brooklyn housing, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back here with the guy who's just finishing up a game of desktop cornhole. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. Do people really have the desktop games? I worked in offices for a very yeah. long time, and I don't think I've ever seen someone just sitting around playing like cornhole. First of all, I just found out what cornhole was maybe like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was a thing. But to see people have it on their desk, like Lewis, to say it's therapeutic, it's kind of surprised by that. Is that the thing you're, you're used to? I have a feeling it's like one of those things that are like, uh, if you ever are like on an airplane and they have like the Air Mall magazine, they may not even have mm. that anymore. That might be like a relic. Yeah, that used to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can see like anything that would be like from like the sharper image, like horrible holiday gifts that you would uh, just get for people that you're just giving up. Like that would be one of them. Desktop cornhole. Yeah, it's in that as as only seen on TV mm -hmm. aisle, you know, like it's only seen on TV, but yet here it is in the grocery store for like seven dollars. Yeah. You know, I, I've been in that aisle before. I might go look for this because, again, I don't have a desk anymore per se. I'm more like uh, I'm like at a table situation right now. Ooh. But um, like I've seen those little rock gardens that you can like, you know, I don't know if you scrape them or what do you do with them? Like rake the little gardens or whatever, little Zen gardens. Is there a bonsai you can have tree in there? Yeah, something like, like Daniel that. Daniel Hartman used to have? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Daniel Hartman. Lewis is very Daniel Hartman-esque. I, I see a lot of the parallels. That's his, that's his mentor. Okay, well, here we go. Brooklyn housing as uh, we're dealing with a couple things going on. Mike is still working on this prison case. Everybody in Mike's life is like, Mike, slow down. We're like, what are you doing here? Uh, does not care. 
He's going to keep going. Even Rachel at the end of this is like, Mike, what the hell is wrong with you? I think she's starting to question her choices here. You know, Rachel, Rachel Rachel got, she got a relationship with somebody who she knew was a fraud and who she knew was lying to her pretty much all Mm -hmm. the time. And I don't know if he ever like really got fully transparent with, uh, with Rachel at any point until maybe recently. And so to see him kind of backtrack and start like, Oh, Rachel, I got this housing thing I'm working on. You know, it's, I think she thought she had like kind of, I don't know. Nope. Jumped over a hurdle. No, no hurdle. Back to the same. Yeah. No hurdle. Chappelle, she doesn't even know that he's working to get Frank Gallo out of prison. What's Rachel going to say when like, okay, yeah, fine. Okay. You know, the thing that I'm working on that I'm not supposed to be working on that I'm betraying Harvey's word. And then I signed the document saying that I would never work on it. I'm also trying to get the guy who tried to kill me out of jail. Okay. Is that such a big right. deal? Like, leave me alone. I'm just trying to keep my word. To who? Mm-hmm. Who are you trying to keep your word to at this point? You just decide tomorrow that you want to keep your word to somebody mm-hmm. else. Because, yeah, if Rachel doesn't know, right, we know that. But Oliver is even questioning this, and this is all his fault. Oliver is the one who's like, Mike, you got to do this, goddamn, please. You can't leave me hanging like this. Oh, my God, you got to. Wait, Mike, you want to get this guy out of jail who's going to try to kill you? Yeah. Well, that's not great. Don't do that. Yeah, Mike, what, like, what is wrong with you? He said, well, there's innocent people could be getting murdered. You could be getting murdered. Like five years, two years. Eh, what does it know, matter if he kills me tomorrow or in five years? It's like, how many innocent people can you help in five years versus how many you can help in two years? Mike, it's simple maths here. Simple maths. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's down bad when he wants to work with Frank Gallo. Did you think Frank Gallo would be coming back of in conversation no. so quickly? No. No, I, I thought we were done with him. Honestly, I don't even know what Mike was like going in there to try to like offer Frank Cahill. Uh, sorry, uh, Frank Gallo, where Frank Gallo's like, well, you have no jurisdiction here. You can't get short my sentence. Mike's like, yeah, that is true. I can't. And I really am not. I'm working on a civil case. Uh, hmm. There must be something like, I could do for you. It's got to be something. There's some evidence here and there that I can pull some strings, maybe to find out. Like, like, so I went to Sean Cahill. He laughed in my face. Um, he said, which, which we didn't even get on screen. They couldn't even pay Sean Cahill to come in because I know they gave that man the call. And he's like, still, we're still doing this. No, no, I'm not coming back just to tell Mike Ross. No. So I went to I'm see sorry. Sean Cahill. Uh, he gave me the finger um, and uh, <laughs> physically escorted me out of his office. So uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, he didn't even meet with me. He looked at me, looked at me through one of those big clear wall windows that they have in the law firms where you can see your receptionist from your desk. And he just waves the receptionist off like, no, no, don't let him in. No, no, no. I know it's Mike Rock. No, mm-hmm. we're not taking his calls. Send him on. Um, we don't need to do this. Everybody at home gets it. Mike Ross is an idiot. So here we are. Yeah, so here we are. And so um, Mike is hiding all this from Harvey, who is getting like understandably pissed. Like, Mike, what the hell? Like, do you know how much money I'm paying you? Uh, or you, you do know how much money I'm paying you, right? Right? For you to yeah. not work here. <laughs> He's like, has anybody seen Mike? No. Is there a reason why I gave him a bazillion dollars like four episodes ago? It's like, but Mike, no, it was one for me, one for you. It's like, yeah, but I kind of need you here to do the ones for me. Yeah. You know, when when are you going to be at home? Chappelle, are you following what the story is here about like w- what Mike is closing in on at the jail? It sounds like that the jail was like paying people to be like sort of like 
NHL type goons and like uh, start fights with people, but I'm not exactly sure why. Well, you've talked about this before a little bit. You were telling me that, you know, the prison business is all about having people in in those seats. Right. And we saw that people were getting out because they were dying. <laughs> they were basically uh, dying in prison uh, because they were underfunded. They didn't have infirmary tools. They didn't have enough staff. And so we were like, OK, that's an interesting call, you know, to, to try to go half kill everybody so you can save money. But um, by paying people like Frank Gallo or other inmates, it seems that the prison would be trying to start fights to keep people who are going to be released to stop them from getting mm-hmm. out. So they're basically like, uh, like, oh, you got 18 month sentence for doing, you know, for stealing something. Uh, let's make it five years because you got in a brawl. It's like, but I didn't get in a brawl. I got jumped. It's like, yeah, but we saw a brawl, too many so people were luck. getting out of jail. That was the problem. They were getting released too soon. Um, and so we had to extend extend these uh sentences. Yeah. Like uh mm-hmm. we 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 make money from keeping you here, <laughs> but then not only do we keep you here, but we don't have the staff to, to to hold you down. And if you get in one of these prison fights, you might die. But I mean it's the prison system. They're playing uh, uh fast and loose with these people's lives. Okay, so all right, this is quite a scam that they're running. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, that damn Brooklyn housing scam, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we get where Mike is like, uh, where do we leave off, I guess? Uh, so Mike is trying to get money for Frank Gallo if Frank Gallo is going to cooperate with this case. I mean, there's so many things here that are just like, Mike, how do you feel like Harvey's not going to find out about this? Like, Harvey's not going to know you went to... Frank Gallo, of all people, to try to work on this case that United supposed to be working on? Yeah, he's jeopardizing a lot to do this. Like, a lot. Because... On brand. Um, yeah, he's jeopardizing PSL because y'all aren't supposed to be doing this in the first place. Jeopardizing Rachel because he's put her in the middle of this to where she kind of feels like, dang, if something's going on, I need to know because... I mean, Harvey's qu- going to question me and now I got to lie for you because I'm your fiance. And then he's questioning, like he's putting his life in jeopardy just to, to deal with Frank Gallo. But what about his own job? Like, I know Harvey just threw Mike Ross a baga- gazillion dollars, but he threw the Harvey, bag at him. Have you ever considered firing Mark Ross? You know, what, who the wor- what in the world would happen if Harvey Even just said, Rachel you know said he, he should, fail. he should fire him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, Mike. I know I really, really wanted you to work at both law firms. I know that. We talked about that. I begged you to come back. You told me you'd never work here, but I thought I knew best. I gave you one for you, one for me. I I handed you a truckload of money, but it's been two weeks. Mm -hmm. What if, what if you didn't work for me? Now, hear me out. You could still do pro bono cases, and then I don't have to deal with you lying all the time. And that I actually can be in charge of the law firm that is on where my name is on the door. Is that okay with you, Mike Ross? I think we might need to start talking about uh, renegotiating some contracts here. Uh, maybe Mike Ross should be contracted only. Whenever Harvey needs Mike Ross, he'll ask him. But just to have yeah. Mike Ross on hand, he's not getting the he's not getting the bang for his buck. He should be on the Holly Cromwell deal. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, if Harvey could ever hire somebody who would actually do what Harvey wants them to do. Yeah. Then, yeah do it this, in a day. Uh, right. Exactly. So he goes to Holly Cromwell as a headhunter. But maybe just maybe he should be finding a headhunter to replace Mike Ross. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, let's talk about Holly Cromwell, because I could not believe that we brought her back again here. I'm like, what is this going to be like a series regular? Uh, She's here and uh, they need her to get involved with this case that's going on with there's a solar power, a solar panel company. seems like that this is like very classic suits of they're representing somebody's solar panel. Somebody else is ripping off their solar panels, trying to get them mm. out to market. The only way that Harvey can get through to this, that there's this guy named Rick who's mad about his solar panels, is that we need to get Holly Cromwell back on the case. Well, uh, HC Holly Cromwell, Mrs. Cromwell, for the uh, the the, in, the informed, uh, she needs a, a job. Yeah, Ms. Ms. I feel like Mrs. sounds a little bit more like uh, I don't know, like uh, like it has a little bit more weight to it. Not to say that you know, yeah. something to they be, should change about that. You married. could be Mrs. if you're not married. I feel like she, she's a madam, though. This mm-hmm. woman is a lady wow. of the night, yes. you know. Yes. So, Madam Cromwell is kind of like where, like, that's the BB comic, you know. That's mm-hmm. how it should look. But you know, she needs a job because she has been exploited by PSL in the past. They told her, "No, this is not going to affect your business negatively. Don't worry. We just need you to do us a little favor here and there. We're going to pay you stacks and stacks of money to come do us a thing." You know, it'll be fine. Holly Cromwell shows up in this episode like, hey, I was making millions. I'm broke now. Can mm-hmm. you throw me a bone? Can, yeah. Is there anything I can do for you to work? And I was like, okay, I guess. I guess I'll give you a little shot. So, yeah, they eventually go and get Holly Cromwell, which I was surprised by. And I would be interested if she was a, a series regular Rob because she's she's not like these other characters. She seems to yeah. know who she is and be very, very good at what she does. And I and I like that her she's kind of polarizing in a way that we know Donna's not going to love the presence of Mrs. Cromwell or Madam Cromwell. I don't want to see her disappear after this episode. I think she's a good character. Yeah, I think she's a good character. Um, as far as like main characters, like uh, Suits has been interesting, and you know I, I actually admire this that we're seven seasons in. I don't think they've ever added anybody else to the main cast uh, through seven mm-hmm. seasons, despite all the people that have come and gone. So. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, we didn't even see Alex Williams uh, here in this episode. Um, Dulé. Yeah. But that being said, she wants a job. Uh, and then Harvey, who we've seen, Harvey as manager is like, all right, just give them every, give them anything they want. They want to be partner. They want to be this. They want to be this. Okay, fine, fine. Shut up. Just take it. Um, and Donna is the one who, again, who's like, oh, I think we need to have a talk about this. I don't think we should hire her. Because she's not loyal. Yeah. So Harvey starts with that same train of thought, though, because when he when he talks to Miss Cromwell, when she first comes and asks him for a job, he's like, I don't know if I would work with somebody who crosses as many lines as you do. And I'm thinking, Harvey, mm-hmm. are, you, are you OK? Someone who crosses lines, that's kind of your thing, right? You, Mike Ross, I mean, everybody's currently crossing lines right now. Donna just went from legal secretary to COO with no type of uh, background or training in either the, you know, in, in that thing at all. Just it made that jump just because she was willing to cross some lines. So maybe dial that back a little bit. But when it comes to Donna, she's like, hey, man, this lady do shady stuff, right? Like she backstabbed her first employer for us. To be fair, Harvey said nobody would ever find out about that. But he lied. He doesn't really keep his word there. But Donna says, yeah, if she flipped on her uh, on an employer the last time they needed her, what would make her not flip on us? And so 
Donna is kind of like, hey, Holly, nice meeting you. Um, so I hear you're a sex worker. Now, that is not the problem. However, it does make me take pause. Like, Donna, there, there was a lot of energy, a negative energy toward Miss Cromwell, who had done nothing to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Rob. I didn't really love this. Well, I also got that. I think she is suspicious that Harvey is dating her. Like, I think that she is like, okay, the I sense a disturbance in the force. Harvey is dating somebody. Something is off here. And this is the only other woman that Harvey has talked to me about. So he must be dating her. Right. Which is weird because Donna, why do you care? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Donna, we, you But why do you care? You know, in the past, we know that Donna has had relationships that we have not even seen off screen relationships, allegedly. Now, now I'm starting to wonder if Donna be lying, if Donna should be making up relationships so she can be like, oh, yeah, Harvey, I'm so interested. Oh, my God, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, Because why are you so defensive about Miss Cromwell? Honestly, Harvey could potentially have been intimate with this woman. And that still doesn't change the nature of Donna's job. She's like, Harvey just wants to give her his new girlfriend a job here because he likes to give jobs to everybody. Uh, but by the time Donna's done talking to Miss Cromwell, she's like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't actually want to work here anymore because y'all suck. I hate y'all. Yeah, she's out. Uh, did Donna fumble the bag here on the getting Cromwell to work at PSL? Uh, yeah, I mean... I think so. I I think that Miss um, Cromwell was able to get Harvey the information he needed in one day. Mm-hmm. She seems to be very effective at what she does. Very uh, and so I think this is a, a meeting with the producers. I think that Donna, the, uh, the character, is talking to the creators of the show and saying, we haven't brought on another series regular in a very long time. Like, we haven't done it. The principal cast has not expanded yet. What about Miss Cromwell? And they say, look, we can bring her in every now and then, but she's not going to be here every day. So case to case basis, mm-hmm. she'll do contract work only and then like write it in stone. So I don't think this is the last time we're going to see her, but she's not getting an office at Pierce Inspector Lee. No, she's not. Sorry. OK, uh, we'll see when she shows up again. Holly Cromwell. OK, um, let's talk about then what's going on here as we've seen Lewis with his therapist uh, as now Harvey needs to bring Lewis in to deal with. Harvey's therapist slash girlfriend and she needs a lawyer and uh, she is dealing with her former boyfriend slash business partner who is suing her and Lewis has to uh, take the case because Harvey is not going to be able to represent his uh, girlfriend slash former therapist. Yeah, Harvey's too close to it. So, and and I like Lewis in this episode because when Harvey comes to Lewis, he says, "Yes, I got you." And we've been seeing a lot of that recently, where Lewis is very ready to play ball with Harvey as a partner. Um, he's like, "As long as we're on the same playing field, as long as it's me and you, um, Pearson Lit or whatever, or Specter Lit, I guess, just SL. Um, as long as it's that combination, Lewis is down." And so he's like, "Yeah." I'll help you. And he even tries to work with Harvey on, okay, well, you know, this is your therapist, but I mean, you can, you can still, you know, uh, give her legal advice. But then he lands on, oh, wait, y'all, y'all got a relationship together. Yeah. You absolutely cannot touch this at all. Um, And so what the case is that her business partner's name is Jacob and he's suing her. And then um, what was it? It turns out that, um, you know, that Jacob was like, like they had a relationship together and it was more Whoa. than just business. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. All right. Well, so Lewis is going to be working on this case and uh, that Harvey swears. Okay. We did not start seeing each other until after the statute of limitations or whatever had ended. And so uh, the guy, Jacob, uh, his lawyer is coming in a little hot. Yeah. um, And he is, and it kind of feels like, Dang, maybe maybe Jacob got a point here. But then we find out that Paula and Jacob were in a relationship until he cheated on her and left her. Now, please don't tell Harvey because you know how that goes. You know, Harvey does deals with infidelity in general, like he might go kill the man. Um, But do you notice the moments where some of the information is getting to Lewis, where it seems like Lewis is kind of starting to relate to Jacob a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's going to talk about that with his therapist that he feels like that. Okay, well, yeah, he cheated on uh, Dr. Agard and also Lewis. He didn't cheat, but he was also kind of an a-hole. Yeah. And then he wanted her back. Right. And now it's like he can't get her back. And so maybe this this is retaliation. Uh, Regardless, um, Lewis has to get this like (laughs) this, this like shut down. Um, And he recognizes something that he's been avoiding, his behavior that caused Tara to leave. And he needs to work on himself before he's ready for another relationship. So there's a lot going on here. But Dr. Lipschitz is like, man, Lewis. You're really finally getting there, man. Yeah. Like, I ain't, he's I ain't proud know how long it's gonna take. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know. I, don't, I usually don't do this because you know all my clients suck. But you, Lewis, you might have what it takes. You might be somebody. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Lewis, step up in the right in the right direction. He needed to heal. A few episodes ago, I was I was worried about what Lewis might do next, and now I'm like, okay, he's on the up and up. He's, 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 gonna, he's gonna be all right. The kid's going to be all right, Rob. I hope so. Uh, This lawsuit is kind of weird, too, right? Like that. How how many clients did uh, Dr. Agard steal from Jacob that he needs to sue her? Yeah, it's like the clients came running to her and be like, Jacob is wild, bro. I do not want (laughs) to use him as a therapist. You're crazy. And she's like, I mean, like Harvey, I know I agreed that I wouldn't take his clients. He does kind of suck. Like I dated him. I know. Yeah, I know this guy's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He cheated on me. I guess I can take the clients. You know. Um. Must have been a lot. Must have been a lot. And she was like the whole time, like I, I got some legal advice for y'all. I got. I got some. I got some therapy for you because uh apparently whatever Jacob was doing was leading them off a cliff. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right, Chappelle, let's talk about who gets the Liddy in this episode. Okay, so you mentioned you're impressed with Lewis. Are you impressed enough for Lewis to get a Liddy? 
Hmm. I mean, we don't have a lot of okay. options. Well, here, I right? think Just... also let me pitch you somebody else. How about Ra- okay. how about Rachel, who is the one to actually like say to Mike at the end of the day, like Mike, what is wrong with you? Like, what she's actually <laughs> she's taking Harvey's side in like you. She wakes up and uh, he's like, oh, I gotta go see Oliver, and she's like, okay, you want to have dinner? Like, no, no, I gotta go. I gotta go see Oliver, uh, and they're like, all right, well, Mike, what, like, what are you even doing? Right. What's what's happening here? You know, he's missing dinner, hopping up at the clinic at all hours of the day. And she's like going there. He's not even there. She's uh, he's obviously lying to her at every turn. And Rachel is at least tapped in enough to know something's going on. And somebody has to keep steering Mike in the right direction because he just Mm -hmm. he just can't help himself. And so I think that Rachel should get a lot of credit, honestly, for uh, keeping him reeled in. But I mean. At some point, we just starting to give Rachel credit for not being Mike, yeah. you know, and she's never going to be Mike. But we, we she was under his thumb for so long, looking so down bad that I, I'm kind of OK with it. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be good with giving Rachel the Liddy here. I, well, of the two, I think I would vote for Lewis just because the, the, not only did Lewis like win the case that he was supposed to win, but also like he got the attaboy from the therapist. You know, like I think that he had like both personal and professional wins in this episode. And sometimes with the Liddy, I think we focus a little bit more on the professional, but I think it's uh, important to not overlook the personal wins also. Right. And I can not understate how proud I am of Lewis, too, in this episode, because, dear God, I mean, there have been some low lows. There was moments where Lewis thought he was talking to Harvey on the phone when he was complaining to the therapist about his own life. Like, Harvey, you hate me. I hate you, too. Mm-hmm. You love, you know, you think I'm never going to be good enough, dad. I was like, OK, what is wrong with him? I, I thought psychotic break had happened and that we were going to have to get Lewis some some help. Like we were going to have to remove him. And put him in a home or some type of facility to kind of get him the real help that he needed. But he's clawing back. You know, uh, we have to give Lewis his things. I agree. Okay. Chappelle, as far as references in this episode go, we really just had another reference to the Shawshank Redemption. Okay, we get it, Mike. You were in jail. <laughs> it happened. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of feedback questions. Uh, we were a couple of days Ooh. ahead on the recording, so uh, lots of feedback oh, uh, about season seven. So let's get into some of those here today. Okay, Chappelle, let me start off with uh, from this episode. David wrote in to say, just in case you need a holiday gift, here's one that Lewis uses himself, desktop cornhole. Uh, give hey. it a toss. Okay. Uh, and I have a link here for it. How much do you guess is the retail value of desktop cornhole? Desktop cornhole, maybe like $17. $17. Okay. Uh, here it is on Amazon and only $8.45. Oh, okay. Okay. The price of bean bags mm-hmm. is going down, I see. Yeah. So All I think right. the one well, Lewis had was a little bit nicer than this. Yeah, that's why I like Lewis. The one Lewis had was about $17. Yeah, it was a $17 desktop <laughs> cornhole. I mean, you could probably just yeah. make it with a shoebox. Yeah, and then Black Friday is here as well. You know, I'm sure like there are some sales. Yeah. There's some decent sales. Okay. Um, Anessa had written in that we were wondering about how much money everybody gets. Okay. Um, so Anessa, who's tapped in in the legal world, New York City, uh, says secretaries can make uh, between 75K and 150K, 
but Donna makes about 250k to 300k. God dang. Yes. Uh, and I'm assuming there was a some type of pay raise that came with being COO. I would I guess mean, so. You would love to think. You you would think that, but then at the same time, you're kind of like Donna, please. Yeah. You know, like, you were already making three hundred thousand dollars. You were already making, you know, well above the average and the mean, uh, the I mean, the median. You know, like just, can you just take the COO title and go? But yeah, with the title change, often comes a little extra. And that also yeah. says that associates years one through three make about one hundred sixty to two hundred fifty k. Junior partners make 350K to 700K and senior partners make 750K plus their firm, uh, their share of the firm profits. And Harvey makes between two and five million dollars a year. Uh, yeah, and Harvey probably makes more than that off of all his little, you know, what was it? It's uh, his little other, other, other ventures that he was getting all that side money from. Uh, but yeah, Rob, you don't know this, but Anessa pulled my name in the Secret Santa. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, I, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Do you know how many cornholes I'm going to get? This is going to be amazing. <laughs> all right, it's going to be great. Thanks, Anessa. Okay, AJ wrote in to say. Well, going back to Stephanie, uh, who is mad at Rachel, isn't Stephanie justified in being pissed that a first year fresh out of law school student uh, is or is her supervisor at law firms? Years in practice creates a hierarchy among associates, even with her valuable experience as a paralegal. This seems preposterous. I feel like Stephanie really got a bad rap. I think that when she came in, we saw Lewis ducking on her and thought, oh, look, another nameless, faceless associate that we're probably not going to learn a lot about. Right. When you first saw her and that guy, you don't think these people are ever coming back. So to then see that, oh, she's about to continue to get dunked on and then to have a legitimate argument why she should be upset, which is. Y'all brought me here and now y'all are mistreating me. And now you're giving this paralegal the opportunity to also mistreat me. And now you're giving a legal secretary the, the position of COO while I'm sitting down here slumming it with a bunch of first years. Yeah, Stephanie uh, should be very upset. I'm pretty sure that uh, Stephanie was fuming with all the things. Like, I can even imagine going to work. You're like, how do you even tell somebody that's where you work? Like, yeah. They just promoted the secretary to COO. And then uh, some lady who hasn't even finished law school is telling me all about my all my damn job and stuff like that. You know, like I'm pretty sure Stephanie was in hell the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they got lucky that she didn't sue them. Right. No, she, they lucky she didn't slap them. Mm -hmm. I mean, Stephanie should have just started just punching people. Um, Angela wrote in to say about Alex's uh, blackmail that he went back to his old firm with. Angela wants to know, what did Alex do? We're going to find out, right? Are, are, are we? Are no. we? Like, is that done? Are we out. done with that? Yeah, I think we're done with that. I think there's just like, uh, we couldn't come up with anything to give him that would be damning enough to where we couldn't talk about it. So we just allude to something really be, being really bad and then just saying, but it's taken care of now, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, um, we, now, but we want now, you to still actually, like him, so we're not going to tell you. Yeah. We can't tell you he did something despicable because then you won't like him. And it's Dulé Hill. He's, you know, USA's, you know, golden child. So they can't, they can't, they can't tank Dulé Hill. Rob, if I found out Dulé Hill did something bad, I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we're not going to find out. So you don't have to worry. Yeah, I hope not. Cause I would be very sad. All right. Anessa also said, it's funny how the same lawyers show up over and over again in suits. 
but this is actually extremely accurate. At higher levels, there's only a handful of lawyers practicing in the same industry as you. So you end up going against the same lawyers over and over again. You can even become professional friends and refer cases to each other that you might be conflicted out of. Real funny thing is that suits lawyers all seem to specialize in every single area of law, which is very hard to believe. Yeah, every area of law and also, but they only work in like corporate. It's like, so these are corporate lawyers, but also I could get you out of jail if I need to, mm -hmm. you know, I, I respect the hustle. Okay. Going back to the uh, season premiere, Camille wrote in to say, I know Harvey uh, overpays her, but we're, are we really supposed to believe that Donna had a spare 500K lying around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Although we, we are supposed to believe that. Sadly, I got to say, though, Chappelle, if I'm Donna's dad, I think I'm freaking pissed. Oh, you no. know, he's mad. You know, he's mad. Like, Harvey won't let you invest you in me. Five hundred thousand dollars just sitting around. Like, She's like, it would have been illegal. No, dad, I, I couldn't allow schemes. it. Oh, like, no, no. I have. It's like, can I? I big can ideas. I right. Can you at least buy me some lottery tickets? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, every, like I, you don't got to give me the money, but. It, give me a put. Give me a chance to put my seat at the my my name at the table. You know, I want to seat at the table too. Put my name in the hat. I would. You got to be playing Mega Millions or something for your dad, Donna. You know, like let him live his life. But dear God, he's walk, walking Donna, uh, watching Donna walk around filthy rich, and he's out here scamming his way to the to the to the middle to the lower middle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not loving this from Donna. Yeah. Where's the loyalty? Okay. And then uh, one more about Donna. AJ said, no, uh, in no state can a lawyer enter a practice of law with a non-lawyer. It's against the rules of professional responsibility. Donna can't own shares in a law firm. She must be salaried. Furthermore, why is Rachel in charge of the associates when she's a second year? No law firm would do any of this. Also, Lewis can't come back from this. Uh, this is referring to his uh, break with Stephanie and the other guy. Yeah, this was the low. This was low. And Lewis has gone low before, but they keep giving him a pass. I really want the show to hold Lewis accountable at some point, but they will not. Okay. Chappelle, what else from uh, season three, episode five? Man, that's about it. Uh, I feel like, you know, I was looking for Dulé to pop up. He didn't. So I'm assuming that we're going to get more of him. Uh, but for the most part, it was a cool episode. I think that it's it's moving the needle on Mike Ross. What are you doing? A lot more of that conversation needs to happen. Uh, but I'm very excited to see what happens next. Okay. Um, Chappelle and in the Facebook group, our associates uh, are posting a ton of good stuff. Uh, Carrie said, give this show enough time and it corrects itself. Season seven is starting off strong. I agree. I agree. I think a lot of people were not okay with Suits being in prison. Uh, suits in jail did not really work for me. But this reset that we're doing with Mike Ross back out, I think it gets back to the heart of what we liked about the show. So more of this, please. All right. Chappelle, anything else before we wrap up for today? No, uh, you know, join the Facebook community. Again, there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of good comments. We got a lot of posts, uh, articles and stuff. All our uh, Suits associates are tapped in. And so, yeah, you can be one too if you just go to suitspodcast.com slash Facebook and join the community. All right. Well, great job here today. We'll be back to talk about season seven, episode six. It's actually going to be, this was episode 97. We'll be back to talk about episode 98 tomorrow. Uh, for everybody who missed us over Thanksgiving, I appreciate you giving us a day off uh, earlier this week. 
for our uh, holiday celebrations. And we're so thankful for all of our associates out there. Thank you for joining us. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.